0: This is News Talk 980 CKNW.
1: Well, a new study that was done by the UBC Souter School of Business at New York University shines a light on just how much purchases of homes from outside of the region may have an effect on the prices. And joining us to talk a little bit more about the findings is Jack Favalukas, UBC Souter School of Business professor. Thank you so much for joining us this morning.
0: Thank you for having me. Uh,
1: What did you look at as far as out-of-town buyers and what impact that does have when it comes to prices in Metro Vancouver?
0: So uh, there's not much data on this, unfortunately. Um, And there are lots of stories that you can tell about uh, some family being hurt by this or some family uh, doing well from this. Uh, So we wanted to think about this in a more comprehensive uh, kind of academic way. Um, So what we did was we built a model of a city, with uh, kind of realistic uh, households in it. Um, Within that model, we asked what would happen if uh, international buyers come in and bid up uh, prices uh, in the housing market. Um, So we find that the price effect is uh, modest, but not, uh, I wouldn't say, that the biggest component of the total price rise uh, that we've seen in Vancouver. So we think that prices due to foreign buyers uh, have increased by, five to ten percent and the same with rents. Um, But the more interesting thing we find has to do with uh, the consequences for local households uh, and the distributional consequences. Um, So, of course, some people are going to hurt and some people are going to benefit. But we find that the average household in Vancouver is made worse off by these international capital flows to the tune of about $200 per year. Uh, But this masks a much larger difference between the winners and the losers, uh, where we think the winners uh, went out by about $600 per year, and the losers uh, are worse off by about $900 per year. But, of course, there's a lot of heterogeneity within
1: that. And so how did you come up with the numbers then, the losing of $200 a year and the winners of $600?
0: Um, so basically, within within the model, we, like I said, it's it's a realistic model of, of households that uh, is what's called calibrated to look like Vancouver. Uh, and within that model, we can ask, uh How much is each household worse off or better off? And then we can group it by renters or owners um, uh, or young and old and so on.
1: All right. Uh, For the the study itself, uh, I read that uh, you looked at a number at about 10% of homes being purchased by Mm -hmm. out-of-towners. But there's no real way to know the exact number.
0: Yeah, unfortunately there isn't. Some people estimate a much higher number. Some people, uh, well, I don't know anyone that estimates a lower number, but... uh, um, we we did our best with taking the data that BC has started collecting about a year ago, um, and. Unfortunately, that's just the best that we can do in terms of estimating these numbers for now.
1: And when we look at driving up the prices of housing, because that's what people look at and why we were told that the foreign buyers tax was brought in. Uh, it's a big difference. And I mentioned this was a joint study between the UBC Sutter School of Business and New York University. Uh, why do you think such a difference with a 5 to 10 percent increase in Vancouver and a 1.1 to 1.6 percent increase in New York?
0: Um, So the reason is is has to do with supply. New York has a lot of capital inflows, but New York is a much, much bigger metro area. New York has something around 20 million households living in it. Um, Sorry, 20 million million people, not households. Um, And so uh, when foreign buyers come in, they mostly come into Manhattan, um, and they buy a, a lot of real estate in Manhattan. But for a typical New Yorker, if they're displaced in Manhattan, it's not too difficult for them to go out and um, move to New Jersey or Long Island, and they're not going to be super happy about that, but it's, it's not as big of a deal. On the other hand, with Vancouver, uh, Vancouver is a much smaller metro area, so relative to the size of the metro, uh, foreign buyers are a much bigger deal, and so it's harder for a displaced household to uh, still uh, stay within a reasonable distance of uh, the city center.
1: Uh, what, we, what is the takeaway from this as far as uh, the foreign buyers tax and what impact it has had? Or, or what do we take away as well for, uh, with, the, with the impact of out-of-town buyers in this market?
0: So uh, my opinion is that uh, the city needs to drastically make it easier to build. So before we even start talking about taxes and other types of restrictions, um, I think supply is a bigger issue. Uh, and finally, I think people are coming around to this. Uh, so, there was this recent by election um, as you're probably familiar with uh and the the candidate that won really pushes supply uh the mayor has put out this housing reset engagement plan uh, that also mentions thinking about um uh, increasing density and supply because basically that's that's just the best solution uh it's It's very difficult in Vancouver to build, but not because we're running out of land but because of uh, zoning restrictions, various other red tape um. And so my opinion is that if uh, a foreign buyer really wants to spend a million or $2 million on a box 20 floors above uh, Vancouver, uh, then I think we have the space to build that foreigner, that box. Um, And that money will flow into the Vancouver economy, will uh, uh, contribute to either developer profits or to construction workers' uh, salaries, and then will flow its way through the rest of Vancouver. So I think for now, uh, given that there's still plenty of of land uh, available uh, the right solution is to um, um to, to build more and if you build more then there's still going to be enough space for the locals as well as for uh all this foreign uh all this foreign demand that uh, wants to bring money into vancouver now if at some point we can't build more either because i'm wrong and you know there's we really are starting to run out of land or because there's just not the political will to do so then we can start thinking about uh, restrictions or taxes. Um, now, within the set of restrictions of tax and taxes, I think the 15% foreign buyers tax is better than nothing, but I don't think it's a great policy overall. I think there are much better policies that we can come up with. In particular, uh, several uh, UBC and SFU economists have proposed another plan. I'm not sure if your uh, listeners are familiar with this. So the plan uh, is to uh, raise property taxes roughly from about half a percent to 2%. At first that sounds terrible for the locals, but uh, actually the locals would not be very affected by this because there would be uh, several important uh, exemptions. So first of all, if you pay income taxes here, so basically anyone that works in Vancouver, they would be able to use those income taxes to exempt them from this property tax, so they wouldn't pay anything. Uh, if you're retired but you used to pay income taxes in Vancouver, again, you would be uh, exempt um, and then most importantly, if you own uh, an investment property and you pay and you rent it out and you pay taxes on that rental income, you would also be exempt. The reason I say this is important is because this would encourage um, empty uh, homes to be converted to rental properties. And if those empty homes can be converted to rental properties, then the supply is still there and the locals are really not uh, no worse off. So the only people that would be affected by attacks like this would be uh, people coming from out of town, not necessarily foreigners. This could be somebody from Alberta as well, uh, but people coming from out of town buying um, real estate in Vancouver and leaving it empty for whatever reason they have to leave it empty. Right. I think that's what really is hurting the local housing. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.